0: Hi, this is John Ozanting, lead pastor of Evolved Church, and this is the Evolved Church Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We hope that you find today's message encouraging and full of hope for wherever you're at. Well, happy Easter, everybody. It is incredible to be able to spend time together with you like this in your homes and wherever you're watching from today. We hope that you just feel a part of our family here at Evolve Church in Edmonton. I prepared a message for Easter Sunday. It's called A Beautiful mess, and I want to look at the messes and the brokenness of our lives and how Jesus transforms those messes into something beautiful. As human beings, I feel like um, we have this compelling need in our life to take things that are broken and throw them away. Or if something's messy, to always be cleaning it up. Always be cleaning up messes. Uh, This week, Nicole and I spent some time together on Instagram, and uh, she shared a thought live that I was like, whoa, it's true. My wife, we've been married almost 20 years, um, she's a little bit, and I I tell her this all the time, so this isn't going to hurt her feelings, but she's a little bit OCD when it comes to keeping a clean house. And I love that about her. She is on top of things and in the last few weeks of just being home with our family, I've been amazed, actually in awe, about how she's found moments to pause and to rest and to let a mess sort of be a mess in the middle of everything going on, to just be present with our family, with our kids. Uh, we're, we sit down, play a, a game of Settlers of Catan, and and let a mess uh, just... Clean it up later, but not this like urgent need to get it cleaned up right now. But don't we as humans, when it comes to broken things or messy things, feel like they have to be fixed or they have to be cleaned up right away? Broken things are a whole other category broken furniture, appliances, maybe something precious, maybe a broken relationship in your life. And once they're broken, we give up on them, we throw them away, we condemn the broken things. We trash the broken things. We see broken things or even broken people as having no worth and no value. And so we throw them into the rubbish heap of life. What about simply the cultural parenting value of always getting our kids to clean up after themselves? Now, I'm not saying um, that we shouldn't throw things away. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't clean up messes. But this, this quick to react, this quick to throw out broken things, this quick to clean up messes as they're made, got me thinking. So this is our big question for today. If you've been around uh, Evolve for any length of time, you know that as I teach and as I share these talks with our community, I always like to ask at least one big question every week. And so here's today's big question for Easter Sunday. How does our compelling human need for cleaning up our own messes and throwing away broken things impact our view of Jesus and how he wants to work in our lives? How does this compulsive need to like clean up messes and throw out broken things, does it bleed into our understanding of how Jesus wants to work in our life? The Japanese have an art of repairing broken pottery with powdered gold. Maybe you've heard of this before. They treat breakage as part of the history of the object, and they seek to repair it rather than hide the brokenness. I love this. The result is that the broken object is made beautiful and appreciated with a greater value. Um, Kintsugi, uh, also known as Kintsukuroi. Uh, I'm going to butcher this because I don't speak Japanese. Um, kintsukuroi. There it is. Um, golden repair. This Japanese art form, kintsukuroi, means to repair with gold. As a philosophy, it treats breakage and repair as a part of that object's story, as a part of that object's history, rather than something to discard or disguise. What if we saw our brokenness as something that could be mended and made beautiful rather than be disguised or discarded? What if we saw the messes in our life as something that could be made something incredible or beautiful rather than to hide it? Um, Above me is an image of a broken vessel Put back together with elastic bands, and then made complete with this Japanese art form known as kintsukuroi, uh, making it brand new with gold. Uh, take a look at this picture right above me here. I can't help but feel that we allow our compulsive need to throw away broken things and clean up messes quickly to bleed into our own life. That rather than see our brokenness and our mess as a part of our history and a part of our story that could be made something beautiful, we see it as something that needs to be disguised and hidden and ashamed of and discarded. There are people watching today who are broken in every way mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. You're broken. You know it. Everybody around you knows it. You're broken. There are people watching today who are broken on the surface, and your mess is maybe evident to a few people around you, uh, but maybe you're in denial about it and you're just kind of charging through it, trying to overcome it. Maybe you're broken emotionally and mentally, and you don't want anyone to see your brokenness, and so you mask that somehow. Or maybe you're strong and secure on the outside. Things are going well for you right now, even in this season of, of COVID-19. Um, maybe your business is still thriving. Maybe you've reinvented yourself. Maybe you're, you're hustling harder than ever. And on the outside, you appear to be successful. But there underneath the surface are hairline fractures, cracks, brokenness, mess. And it's about your character, but it's, but it's well hidden because the outside looks so good. Just because someone can't see your brokenness doesn't mean you're not broken. Just because someone can't see your mess doesn't mean you're not messy. The message of Jesus, both past and present, is riddled with very real stories of, let's call them, human kinsakuroi, human Everybody say, kinsakuroi, this Japanese art of taking something broken and continuing its story by making it beautiful. The message of Jesus is full of moments, both past and present, where Jesus stepped into a mess and made it beautiful. People whose lives are cracked, broken, messy, shattered, but put back together and refashioned into something beautiful Not with gold, but with grace. With undeserved favor. With the grace that only comes from Jesus. The message of Jesus, both past and present, is riddled with very real stories of human kinsekuteri. Jesus stepping into the middle of our mess, into the middle of our brokenness, repairing, mending, healing, restoring. And making things even more beautiful through his grace. It's a story in the Bible attached to this season of Easter found in Luke 23. I'm reading in verse 39 in the message translation. And Jesus has been um, captured and punished and beaten and nailed to a cross. And he stands there on the hill with two other criminals on either side of him. And we pick up in verse 39, one of the criminals hanging alongside Jesus cursed him. Some Messiah you are, save yourself, save us. But the other one made him shut up. Have you no fear of God? You're getting the same as him. We deserve this, but not him. He did nothing to deserve this. Then Jesus said, um... Then the criminal turned to Jesus and he said, Jesus, would you remember me today when you enter into your kingdom? And Jesus' response is, don't worry, I will. Today you'll join with me in paradise. So this repentant thief hanging on a cross beside Jesus, here was a man whose life was an absolute hot mess, broken by wrong choices, broken by wrong company, by wrong values, Yet it's never too late for God to redeem someone's brokenness. Never. Never too late for God to step in. Hanging there on a vicious Roman crucifixion cross, with his dying breath, he cried out for mercy and asked Jesus to remember him in eternity. Jesus heard that man and said, Today you will be with me in paradise. His absolute mess of a life was instantly made beautiful. And his eternity was forever altered with hope and with life and with grace, all because of Jesus. So how do we as human beings with our compulsive need to fix broken things or discard broken things or clean up messes quickly... How do we allow the truth of Jesus to wade into our story, to wade into our history, to wade into our narrative of brokenness and messy things, and rather than try and disguise or discard, invite his beautiful grace to transform us into something new? Some of us watching today haven't left any room for Jesus, who hasn't changed, he's still the same, yesterday today and forever but we haven't made any room for him to take our mess and instantly beautifully alter our eternity with hope and with life we haven't made space for him what Jesus accomplished in full 2000 years ago through his death and resurrection simply put was this Jesus takes broken and messy things and turns them into something beautiful that's what he does that's what he's always done that's what he wants to do in our lives today. The question is, will we let him? This week, I want to encourage you to take some time, open up your Bible, go to the book of Romans chapter 8. And if you can get your hands on the message translation, uh, you can do that through a website called Bible Gateway or the Version Bible app. But look up the book of Romans chapter 8 in the message translation. You see, from the beginning, there was this problem, and it was a big problem. Brokenness and mess used to stand between God the Father and his sons and daughters. That was a big problem. Our beautiful and loving and personal God was distant from his prized creation, you and I. He was far removed. And so God needed to do something about that. And so in Romans chapter 8, starting verse 3, here's what it says. God went for the jugular when he sent his own son. He didn't deal with the problem as something remote and unimportant. In his son, Jesus, he personally took on the human condition. He entered the disordered mess of struggling humanity in order to set it right once and for all. The law code weakened as it always was, by a fractured human nature, could never have done that, could never have set things right. The law always ended up being used as a band-aid on sin instead of a deep healing for sin. And now what the law code asked for but couldn't deliver is accomplished As we, instead of redoubling our own efforts, simply embrace what the Spirit is doing in us. Romans 8, 3 and 4 in the message translation. These quick thoughts before we end today. God the Father personally took on the human condition. He entered the disordered mess of struggling humanity through his son Jesus in order to set things right once and for all. God did that. It's already been done. It's been done for me, and it's been done for you. There are people watching today who are broken in every way. There are people watching who are broken mentally, emotionally, and they're trying to hide it. There are people whose lives are a hot mess, and everybody around them knows it. There are people who are on the outside, seem confident and sure, like they've got it all together, but their character has flaws and fractures that will soon give way to brokenness. Just because someone can't see your brokenness doesn't mean you're not broken. Just because someone can't see your mess doesn't mean you're not messy. And so God the Father personally takes on the human condition through Jesus. And he enters the disordered mess of my life and your life. And he did that through Jesus in order to set things right once and for all. Another thought is this, God the Father isn't just interested in placing a Band-Aid on our messes and our brokenness. He wants to make it beautiful. He wants to make it something completely new. He wants to transform it into something gorgeous by bringing deep healing to our lives. The message of Jesus, both past and present, is riddled with very real stories of human kinsakuro this Japanese art of taking something broken and mending it together. But Jesus doesn't use gold, he uses grace. People whose lives are cracked, broken, messy, scattered, shattered, but put back together and refashioned because of Jesus. And instead of redoubling our own efforts, all we have to do is to embrace what Jesus has already accomplished. I can't help but wonder Those that are watching today, maybe you've been serving Jesus a long time, but you've been ashamed of a mess and a brokenness and you've been trying to disguise it. Or maybe this is your very first time with us together at Evolve Church and this whole idea of faith is brand new to you. Jesus wants to wade into the middle of our mess, wade into the middle of our brokenness and set it right, make it beautiful by his grace. Out of chaos, life is being found in Jesus. He makes beautiful things out of us, out of our mess, out of our dust. He makes all things new. He did it 2,000 years ago for that man hanging on the cross beside him. He's doing it in my life today, and he wants to do it in your life today. The big question is, is will we let him? Will we let him? Will we let him take the disordered chaos And the brokenness of our character and our soul and our emotions, the mess of our lives, the mess of our relationships, maybe a relationship you've been thinking about discarding, could Jesus wade in and make it beautiful, make it new again? I believe he can. I believe right now hope is rising in people's hearts and lives as they're hearing this message today, as Jesus and his power and his grace become real in our lives, and he turns our mess into something beautiful. Would you pray with me as we close? Father, in Jesus' name, thank you that you have never changed. You are still the same. And you made a way for the relationship between you and your kids to be set right in full because of Jesus. Many of us watching have prayed a simple prayer, and we've invited the grace of Jesus to mend our lives, to mend our broken spirit, to bring wholeness to our relationship with you, God. And others watching have never prayed that prayer, but are feeling in their heart, deep in their soul today, a pull and a yearning to set things right between them and you, God. Thank you that your spirit is making them new today. Thank you that the story and this truth and this message of Jesus is making things new today. Thank you that your power and your presence through this message is bringing life and hope to everybody watching today. God, we thank you. And if you're watching today and you want to draw a line in the sand, and rather than disguise and discard in shame, try to hide your brokenness in your mess, maybe with boldness you want to step into the light today and invite the grace of Jesus to bring healing and to mend your mess into something beautiful. Would you just pray a real simple prayer with us all together, everybody watching. Just close your eyes. If you're comfortable, you can stretch out a hand. Just say, Dear God, thank you for sending Jesus to take my place, to step into my mess, and to set things right in full once and for all. I receive your love today, your grace and your mercy, your forgiveness and your truth. I'm yours, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. If you're ever in the Edmonton area, pop by for a visit. And if you need any more information, visit EvolveChurch.com. We hope to see you soon.